Today, I'm going to give my best tactical fat loss tips for all of you busy people out there who are trying to achieve your fat loss goal and actually keep those results for life. This is the Lifestyle Nutrition Podcast. Our mission is to help as many people as possible get the information they need to achieve their fat loss goal and be able to keep those results for life. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. You got Alex again today, riding solo, talking about busy people's guide to fat loss. And so we got an awesome one for you today. Before we get into that, I fucked up. I failed my my 90-day challenge. On day 64, I missed something. I just had a lapse and I missed I missed some of my Facebook interaction. I, I try to just add value every day on Facebook and I fucked up. And so missed today. But you know what? Honestly, I learned so much throughout the 90-day challenge. You you've all heard me, you know, the the people out there who listen to our podcast every week, which I know it's still early, so I don't know if there's a lot of you out there, but You've, you've heard my my just journey, my 90-day challenge journey of of learning a lot of things about myself, of having hard days, of just continuing to do all these things that I was doing, even in the midst of these struggles and even in the midst of not, not having motivation, in the midst of having emotions, not feeling good, not feeling like myself, and, and continuing to push through. And that is what I'm really proud about throughout these 90 days, well, throughout these 63 days that I was successful. And honestly, I got right back on it the day after. And so got back on it, got back to things that make me feel good, got back to just always continuing to try to find some non-negotiables. And, you know, I kind of adjusted things again and just kind of trying to zero in on my, my really my big mission right now in life and trying to help people and trying to help as many people as possible, trying to get the the best possible service I can to my clients and, and everybody in my Facebook group and and really everybody out there. That's my ultimate goal and my ultimate mission right now. So I'm trying to align all my actions in that way. And I think that that is something that a lot of people can do. I know one of my biggest struggles that I'm always working on, I'm always working on this, I spread myself too thin. And I kind of realized it a lot more over the last month that that I kind of have my eggs in so many different baskets that, that the baskets, this is a terrible analogy, but the baskets don't move. You know, it's like, it's almost like, if I had like five cars out here and you know, I, I can't really push all of them, right? Like it's like, if I have one, then I can push it. And that's a terrible analogy too, but I'm trying to think everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know, you, you, if you have too many things, if you spread yourself too thin, you really can't move anything. You can't move the needle on anything. So I'm trying to zero in on a mission, zero in on something I'm really passionate about mastering something I'm really passionate about moving the needle on and just focusing on that. And I think that's a, a great thing for everybody to kind of try and do. And another thing, so I, I've been just, I've continued my reading. So I, I've reading, I'm reading like probably an hour a day at this point, cause I'm trying to cut off Netflix. I'm actually doing like a, like a TV detox. I'm trying to stay away from, I'm not, okay. I spend a lot of time on Facebook cause I do have my Facebook group there. If nobody, if you're not in my Facebook group, you got to get in there. First off it's metabolism and weight loss secrets for busy women. It really plays into this, into this uh, episode today about busy the busy person's guide to fat loss. And if you're not in my Facebook group, make sure you get in there. I have five live trainings a week in there. I do a live workout every Saturday. I do a live meal prep or a live you know recipe on Tuesdays, and then you know some of the other live trainings are just on random topics. You know, like 
just different things like this, like that I talk about on the podcast, binge eating, scale anxiety, you know, ways to, to keep the weight off for good. Like some of the different things we've talked about here, I've talked about in my group as well. And I'm always trying to, to cater to everybody. So if you're not in my group, make sure you join my group. And, but yeah, I've been trying to, to stay off, do like a detox from my phone as much as possible, really trying to preserve my mental health. And I've kind of realized that my, when I'm watching more TV, when I'm watching more Netflix, first off, for those of you who know me, I've, I have the tendencies to just, I have this very addictive personality. I've been addicted to plenty of things in the past, struggled with it in my life. I have a, just an a, obsession can come quickly for me. And that goes for Netflix shows. I've watched so many Netflix shows, so many movies over the years. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I've realized now when I have the goals that I do and really trying to change fat loss and help more people be able to keep their results and starting to get really passionate about that and just helping more people. I see the awareness of what the Netflix, what the binging on Netflix does to my mental state. And I can become, come, become consumed with the show. And it almost feels like I'm in the show. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but like, I'll dream about the show. I'll do, you know, when you watch a show enough and that's what like I've watched 15 seasons of Grey's Anatomy and I don't know if I'll finish it. Like I've, I haven't watched any Netflix the last two days. I've been trying to just take time off of TV and take time off of, of my phone. I took a full day off of, of my phone other than a few posts that I put out there and it felt amazing. And I would challenge everybody out there to try it out and try to find some things in your life that, that bring your confidence down. Because if you can find those things that bring your confidence down or maybe bring your creativity down, because I think a lot of us, everybody has creativity in some area, right? Like we all want to be creative. We all, depending on what your goals are in any area, like we need creativity. And, and I've just found that that can pull away from my creativity. Netflix can, social media can, my phone can. When I become obsessed with those things, it pulls away from my creativity because I'm not in the present moment. I'm in this ultra, this alternate reality almost of Grey's Anatomy or alternate reality of whatever show I'm watching at the time. And, and I become obsessed with it. And so try to find that, you know, if you're out there listening to this, take a moment, try to figure out some things that pull your confidence away. Some things that maybe pull you away from the present moment, some things that can become obsessive in your life and see what you can do to get away from them. And I know this is kind of a long intro, but I've been trying to, you know, since I started doing more solo podcasts here, I've been trying to like share my life and like stories of my life and also kind of relate them back to things that I hope everybody can benefit from because that's what it's all about. And I actually really do like talking about this stuff. It's almost kind of like a therapy session sometimes at the start of these shows, like me kind of venting, me kind of getting stuff out. And, and one thing I realized, so I've been reading a Tony Robbins book. It's an old one. I think it's from the nineties. It's the awaken the giant within. So it's one of, I think it's the second book he wrote and it is amazing. And he talks like kind of the premise. A lot of the, the book is about, you know, I'm like 120 pages in or something at this point. And a lot of what he talks about is like pain and pleasure and how everybody's driven by pain and pleasure, either running away from pain or moving towards pleasure is what drives us to do certain things, to, to move towards certain goals, to get away from certain addictions. And I didn't realize it at the time because I, you know, I've had some people ask me about like my, my alcohol struggles, right? And I kind of just quit. And, and basically, you know, the pain got enough for me to where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I don't know if I'll be around 
if I keep doing this and I you know have a lot of things I want to do and it's pulling me away from doing those and this is getting worse and worse. And I started reading this book uh, by, I think it's Alan Carr. And, and he talks about like, it was the easy way to, to like moderate your drinking or something like that or control your drinking. And over there, he kind of debunks a lot of my, he debunked a lot of my internal beliefs about alcohol. Like, oh, that, you know, I need it to be social. I need it to be fun. I, you know, it tastes good. It's like all this, all this stuff that he debunked throughout it. And so like, it almost turned my beliefs about alcohol around. And it made me realize that all this stuff I'd been telling myself was the opposite. You know, I had been telling myself this story and, you know, I've been trying to shift that as well with, with some of my habits that I have going on right now that I'm not happy about. And so things like the Netflix, right? I've tried to like envision the worst case scenario with Netflix. Like, oh, this, you know, like what, what's going to happen? Like, what are the worst case scenarios with Netflix? And like, kind of go down that road of like, oh, it's going to, you know, bring down my confidence. It's going to, you know, get me out of the present moment. It's going to like poison, poison my mind and, and, you know, make it so I'm not able to help more people and try to get it to, to a place where the pain is super difficult. Like there's a lot of pain associated with that. Cause Tony talks about, he's like, if you can associate enough pain with something, then it's easy to change. Right. And so I think I just challenge you. It's like with alcohol for me, what I associated to it, cause I kind of reflected on this after I started reading this book and, and I realized that, that I was associating alcohol. I was able to change so easy and I haven't gone back to it, even though I have had times where I've thought about like, wow, it'd be really nice to, to be involved in this drinking and this partying that everybody's doing, or it'd be you know nice to, to get away from this stress. Cause it was a huge thing, a big outlet, not a healthy outlet, but it was a big suppression thing for me. And basically I realized that like I associated it with mental health, right? I, 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 my association with alcohol now, which makes it so it's so easy for me not to do it is that my association is with how bad my mental health got. And I see myself at that super low point when I think of alcohol. And so I associated so much pain with alcohol that it's super easy to change. And so if you can do that, then you can really change anything. And then if you can associate pleasure with the opposite or the new belief or the new thing that you want to do, the new habit, then like, if you can be like, Oh, if I do this habit, like, you know, what's the best case scenario? Like, what is this going to lead me to best case? If I, if I do that and you can associate that visual image in your mind with the new habit that you want to do, that you know is going to move you towards where you want to go and closer to where you want to be. And so that's a, a lot of stuff to start this podcast. That doesn't have to do with busy people, but I think it has to do with everybody, really. And so hopefully that's beneficial for you. I'll get right into this this next segment, which is all around the busy person's guide to fat loss. And so, like I said, this is something I'm really passionate about. I, you know, I'm very busy, and so I use just about every one of these things that I talk about on here. And I think this podcast is super beneficial for you know, especially moms and dads out there, you got kids running around, you're bringing them to, to A and B and place to place and sports and, you know, dance and wherever the hell they're going, you're bringing them to these places. And you're like, Alex, I don't have enough time to, to do the things I know I got to do to achieve my fat loss goal. Like I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose fat. I'm trying to get healthier and I can't do it. And so today what I'm going to run you through is just different things you can do to help fit those things into your day. Cause I know that one of the biggest things is time, right? Like we all do have the same amount of time and I would challenge you all 
that before I get into these awesome tips around habits, nutrition, lifestyle, and also workouts, what I'm going to run through today, that I would challenge you to just look at what you're spending your time on. Because I know I talked about Netflix at the start of this podcast, and I know a lot of people spend a lot of time watching Netflix, a lot of time watching TV. Probably like I, you know, I've, I've spent plenty of days where I watch three, four, five, six, seven hours, maybe even more of TV and binge watch a whole season of something, right? And that's perfectly fine. I, I'm not saying that that's not fine. I'm just saying if you're complaining about not being able to do certain things, the first thing I would do is just look at your schedule. Where are you spending your time? How much time are you spending on your phone, on social media, on Netflix, on things that aren't serving you? Right, because because those do have your, their place, right? I think that those all have their place. But if you're using those instead of doing some of the habits that are going to make you feel better, then you know you start to get into that point where it's like, okay, well, you do have time, right? And so that's what I would say first off. But now getting into just some some some, some different habits, some different tips that can really help all you busy people out there be able to achieve the fat loss goals that you're after. Be able to find the time. Be able to just help you eat a little bit healthier. And, and just save you some time throughout the day during your busy days of running around, working a job, getting your kids from, from everywhere they have to be and be able to also see the results you want that stick. And so number one tip is, is just to keep your plan as simple as possible. And so I've talked about this plenty. I, I think this is one of the, honestly, one of the, the biggest things that anybody can do whether you're busy, whether you're not busy, but especially if you're busy, keep it as simple as you possibly can. Don't try to do too much. Keep it to, you know, a few things a day that are going to move you forward. You know, figure out where your struggles are at, right? Like I talk about sleep and stress being two of the biggest struggles that, that a lot of people, probably most people that I see that come into my coaching program, they are struggling with sleep and stress or at least one of them, right? They're very, very closely linked. Find what struggles you have. Figure out, make a list. What are the biggest struggles, right? What are the biggest struggles holding you back? And then try to devise a few habits around those things to start fixing them and moving in the right direction. You know, if you're if you're like, sleep's my biggest struggle right now. I can't get sleep. First off, what can you do to maximize your sleep, right? What can we do to get like, can, can you make a habit daily to get 15 to 30 minutes more of sleep, right? And then, you know, it's like, okay, we've, we've maximized our sleep. What else can we do? Right. Like what else can we do? Well, you know, you can make it a plan if it's possible to get out in sunlight in the first 60 minutes of getting up. You know, whether that's just for 10 minutes, go on a walk around the block. Um, it doesn't even have to be sun out, you know, just like the rays and obviously sun helps. But that that's one of the biggest things that can help us get to sleep a little bit easier. Um, it can help produce some serotonin, which is the precursor to melatonin, which helps us get to sleep at night. And, you know, there's different things you can do. If you're like, Alex, stress is the biggest thing. Like, let's devise a few tip, or few daily habits that you can stick to around stress. Keep it simple. You know, two to three daily habits. Maybe that's a walk, you know, a step goal. Maybe that's a, a water goal. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to try to hit X amount of ounces of water daily. Maybe it's, you know, I'm going to, you know, you got a weekly goal where it's like, you know what, I'm going to try to get three workouts in a week. You know, maybe it's something around um, just your, like I said, your sleep. Maybe it's something around like, Spending 15 minutes for yourself each day and prioritizing yourself so that you can get, keep your stress levels lower and manage those stress levels during your busy life. You know, if you keep things as simple as possible with your plan, you're going to be more consistent. And, and that is what I want you to understand is that we're all looking for consistency here. If you're busy, do what you can, you know, keep it simple, do what you can and build on it. You know, build on these simple habits that you can comfortably do during your busy lifestyle and, and, Trust me, as you get 
better with those things, you're going to feel better, right? Like you're going to be, you're going to be getting into a better place with these struggles. Maybe you're sleeping better. Now you have more energy throughout the day. You got more bandwidth. It's easier for you to do all these things. Like all of this stuff plays a good factor. Then you can start building on these habits even more. You can add more in and, and start to be able to do more and get into a better place for fat loss and just into a better place to to, to see sustainable results. And so that's the first tip. Tip number two is to have 15 minute daily planning sessions. This might be my favorite one. And I think something that everybody could benefit from. And 15 minutes is like a, just a random number, right? It doesn't have to be that long. It can be longer depending on what you're doing. And I, this is my favorite thing for busy people to do, because I think that this habit of getting into this habit can be beneficial in all areas of your life. And what I do is I sit down and I do this every day. I literally have a, a sheet and I use what Andy uh, Frisella, he he has like a, a power list and I write down five things on my power list. That's a part of my daily planning session, like five essential tasks that I need to get done the next day. But for you, when it comes to daily planning sessions, I would get them around workouts. I would get them around food, you know, making sure that you have your meals ready, your snacks ready for the next day. You know, if you're super duper busy and, and you're tracking your food, maybe going as far as like tracking all the food you're going to eat the next day so that you can take the guesswork out of it and, and do that. Maybe going as far as making that food up, putting them in Tupperware containers. All you got to do is get them out, warm them up, uh, setting yourself up for success, maybe scheduling in walks in your day. You're like, okay, um, I can get a 10 minute walk in here, here, and here, you know, just kind of finding things, whatever your non-negotiables are, whatever habits that you've developed for your day, your two to three habits or two to three non-negotiables, where can you fit those in throughout your day? And so this, this just kind of is, is sitting down for 15 minutes or so, whatever that is less, whatever that is more and, and taking this as far as you want to, the, the more you take it, the, the farther you take it, the more you prep, the easier your day goes. And I think this is also one of the, the biggest stress relief tactics out there too. It's going to take a lot of guesswork out of the next day. It's going to take a lot of stress out of the next day. You already have a plan. You already know when stuff's going to get done. And let's be honest, there's always plenty of days where you, you maybe don't even think it's busy. And then it pops off, right? And so you're ahead of that already. Uh, maybe there's days where they're busy and they get even busier. Then you're ahead of that, right? Like we can we can get ahead of a lot of stuff when we do our daily planning sessions. The third tip is to find the bare minimum habits that you can stick to every day, no matter what. And so this kind of goes back to keeping it simple as possible. I won't go too deep into this, but this is about finding like your floor habits, finding these things that you're like, you know what, no matter if I have the craziest day, no matter what happens, I can do these two things, these three things, you know, I can drink this amount of water. I can go on, you know, this amount of walks. I can, you know, eat this amount of veggies. You know what? I can, you know, get my nighttime routine in. like whatever habits that you can do that you're like, you know what? I can do these no matter what. These are essential because then you're going to be moving the needle forward. Then you're going to be developing discipline. Then you're going to be having that consistency because it's so easy when, when stuff hits the fan or when we get stressful or we have these really busy days to just throw everything out the window, right? We throw everything out the window. Well, yeah, we'll start again. And then sometimes that doesn't happen, right? Like you, you say you're going to start again, two, three days go by, you forget, you fall off. And then like you start out, you start again, like at a different date, maybe, you know, it, this is just what happens. So if you can continue to be consistent, you can continue to put one foot in front of the other, you're going to be successful with your fat loss. Tip number four is to find convenient meals and snacks for when you're in a pinch. And so this one is huge. I use this all the time. I use this every day. I, I have like, I'm a big convenient food option guy. Uh, frozen fruit, keeping frozen veggies, frozen like grilled chicken, 
Uh, I'd get like frozen sweet potatoes, uh, canned chicken, tuna, salmon, tuna packets. I'm not a big tuna guy myself, but they are great. They're going to have a lot of protein in them. Uh, minute rice and quinoa. Like some of these things are great to have around the house. Like all that stuff I just listed at the start, you know, you can use to make, you know, bowls. You can use it to make burritos. You can use it to make wraps. Like all these different things can be made in a matter of 10 minutes, right? You got omelets. You know, if you got eggs or egg whites around the house, you got some, you know, you could put some spinach and, you know, mushroom, different things like, like that, you know, lunch meat for sandwiches, lunch meat for, for your omelets, uh, cheese to put on those things. Like, you know, if you got like eggs, egg, all that, you're going to be able to make omelets. You're going to be able to make breakfast burritos, stuff like that. Um, maybe breakfast sandwiches, keeping salad stuff around. Like you can keep some, some mixed greens, some, some spinach, like whatever your favorite salad stuff is, keep that stuff around. You could use the, the canned chicken or tuna on top of the salad. You could use the frozen grilled chicken. You know, there's plenty of stuff that you can do here. Um, keeping yogurt bowl. Like I love to keep Greek yogurt around and I'll use like the frozen fruit. I'll use like some bananas, maybe some peanut butter, chia seeds, flax seeds, stuff like that to help myself out when I'm in a pinch or I always honestly just love eating that stuff. Oatmeal, same thing, same type of ingredients and going oatmeal. Like it's a great thing. It takes less than 10 minutes to make up, you know, it's tastes good. You can put different things in it. Um, and then, you know, another thing is like having like maybe some, some protein pancakes or protein waffles. I know like Kodiak cakes or Burt's benders are two great ones that uh, you can keep around and they're, they're going to be better than a lot of stuff, right? They're going to be a lot better than going and grabbing takeout or going and grabbing fast food. You know, if you keep some of these things around at all times and, you know, have these canned things and these things that don't go bad in the, in the freezer for, you know, obviously they go bad eventually, but you got a lot of time to do it. You're going to be a lot better off. And that leads me right into tip number five, I believe. And that is to use crock pots for meals inside. So I'm huge on the crock pot. Literally, you put something in at the start of the day, it's done when you get back. You know, this is awesome for, for the family. It's awesome just for you. It's awesome to make a lot of stuff. You could put in, you know, one of my favorite things is literally just put put in fucking chicken and then just put in like a sauce. And so like I'll use like G Hughes barbecue sauce. I'll use like some other sauces. I generally just look for the the type of sauces that don't have like a ton of sugar and like aren't like loaded with calories. Cause you got to watch that. Like some of these sauces, like for the whole bottle of, of barbecue sauce going to be like fucking 1500 calories. Right. So like you just got to watch that. It's going to be loaded with, sh- with sugar and so just kind of take a look at the back of the nutrition label. Look at the sugar, look at the calories for, you know, what you can do is you can kind of take the, the, the amount of servings in there, multiply it by the calories and just figure out how many are in that whole bottle and then just pour it in there and let it go throughout the day and then shred it up and you can use it with, you know, rice on rice and veggies. You could use it with like a, like a wrap. Uh, you could use it on a salad and there's a million different ways you could do this. And so that's a good one. Another one is just how I like to meal prep. And, you know, obviously, so with crock pot, there's million, you look on Pinterest, you look on Google, there's so many different awesome recipes out there. I just made like a sweet potato recipe the other day. It was so good. You just like wash sweet potatoes, you put them in the crock pot, you, you put two tablespoons. So I put like three pounds of sweet potatoes in there, two tablespoons of brown sugar, one teaspoon of cinnamon, salt and pepper. I just sprinkled in there. And then I did half a cup of water and a half a cup of maple syrup, sugar-free maple syrup carries amazing. So good. I literally just ate it before I, I, I ate some leftovers before I came and did this podcast. It's so good. 
And so there's plenty of Crock-Pot meals out there. They're so convenient, easy. You don't have to worry about that stuff. So if you don't have a Crock-Pot, get a Crock-Pot and start making those meals. Another tip around food is to, to use my meal prep wrap method. And this is an awesome one for you busy people out there. Literally use every appliance you have. Air fryer, rice cooker, oven, stovetop, uh, crock pot, like all these different things. Use them all at once. Instapot, like whatever you got. In, in there. Use all the stuff at once. Use a few different like uh, stovetop burners. Like it, there's, there's so many ways you can do this. You know, you could do some potatoes in the air fryer. You could do, you know, rice in the rice cooker. You could do chicken in the, in the oven. You could do, you know, some other veggie on the, on the stovetop. Um, you know, what I'll even do sometimes, cause this is what I'm doing right now is I just, I just prep my protein sources and then I go with minute rice or I make rice in the rice cooker. And then I'll also use like frozen sweet potatoes and that works really well for me. And so I'll just make up all my, you know, make up like chicken and, ground beef for the week or something like that. And then I'll just mix and match with like bowls, like different kinds of frozen veggies, different kinds of like rice, different kinds of potatoes, stuff like that to just make my meals throughout the week. Um, those are like my lunches and dinners and stuff like that. And another one before I get into the workout tips. So the, these are all like my lifestyle, whatever. Um, don't beat yourself up when you fall off. I think this is the last tip around this is like, it's so easy when you're overwhelmed, when you're busy to like, be like, Oh, I fucked up. Like I you know, beat yourself up and, and just constantly derail yourself and make it so much harder on yourself long term because you're constantly beating yourself up. You turn one day into to one week, two weeks, and then, you know, it becomes a lot difficult to become, to get back on. And so what I would just say is that you're only one second away from getting back on track. I, I say this all the time and don't go into the mindset of, we'll get back on on Monday. Get, get back on it as quick as possible. You know, when you fall down, get back up. And one thing I've realized over time is that when you do practice this and you do have that mindset of that I'm this one second away from getting back on track, it gets easier and easier. And I'm not saying that you're going to get back on track in one second, but if you know that you're literally, that's all it is, it's like flipping the switch and understanding that you're back on track, it's a mindset, right? And so if you can develop this mindset, you'll get back on quicker. Like I'm at the point now where, when I fall off or something happens, like I get back on super duper quick and it's, and I've realized by reflecting on it that it's happened quicker and quicker and quicker each time that I go. And so just keep practicing that. Don't beat yourself up, give yourself grace and understand that you're doing great and that you're doing what you can do. Control what you can control, right? Do your best, control what you control. You should be very, very happy with yourself if you're doing that. Now getting into the, the workout side of things. And so when it comes to workouts, you know, Basically, some of these tips will be similar to what I said at the top. Like, first off, do what you can now and build on it, right? In the gym, this goes the same for in your lifestyle, with your daily habits, all this stuff. Do what you can now and build on it. If you can just stick to one day a week, stick with one day a week. Don't try to push yourself to this number that you think you should be doing. Do what you can be consistent with. That is going to lead to the best results because if we constantly think we should be doing three days a week, and we say we're going to do three days a week, but we're always falling short and doing like one day a week. We're just going to be losing that confidence. We're just going to be taking that confidence down over the weeks, over the months. And you might not notice it right away, but you're going to notice it eventually. And so make sure you're not doing that. Do what you can. Build on it as you go. Number two, do what you enjoy doing in the gym for exercise. Don't do a bunch of shit that you hate, right? You're not going to be very consistent with that. It's, it's not a good approach to, to seeing great results doing stuff that you don't like. Now, I would say if you like resistance training, that's going to be the best for fat loss. But in the end, 
what the best for fat loss for you is, is what you can be consistent with. And so find what you can be consistent with and what you enjoy and do that throughout the week and make sure you're not doing too much. Like that's, that's what I would say as well. Like you can do too much. I did it. This guy right here is your example of doing too much. I used to work out like six to seven days a week, super duper hard, do tons of cardio, do like two a days, shit like that, trying to burn as many calories as possible. And over time, this is what happened. Just nosedive, just energy tanked, sleep tanked, hormones tanked, all this stuff tanked, right? So, so don't do that. That's what I would say on the caveat there, especially if you're busy, you're probably got a lot more stress. And, and that's just going to add to the stress. So make sure you're allowing yourself to recover. Um, tip number three around workouts is understand that you don't have to do these long workouts for it to be a good workout. I used to think that for it to be a good workout, it has to be like 60 minutes plus. And I know that that is complete and utter bullshit. You can get a great workout in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. Like if you just, if all you have is five minutes to do each day, do five minutes. That goes right back down to do what you can now and build on it. Find time throughout the day to get your five minutes in, to get your 10 minutes in, to get your 15 minutes in. If you can do that every day, that really adds up throughout the week. And let's be honest, most of us can find five to 15 minutes throughout the day to get a quick workout in. And, you know, just like, just increase the intensity or do what you can. Like all of it's going to add up, you know, it's not lost. It's, it's something is better than nothing. I think it's easy to think, oh, if I can't do like a lot that it's worthless, that's completely incorrect. If you're doing something, it's better than nothing. Tip number four around workouts is to work out from home. You know, if, if you're busy and, and you're like, I don't have time, then the trip to the gym and back is probably going to be wasting a lot of time for you. And so maybe it's best for you to get resistance bands at home. Maybe get some dumbbells at home, like some of those adjustable dumbbells. Um, use your body weight and just get some workouts in at home. You know, there's, there's plenty of amazing things you can do. I'm honestly a huge, huge fan of resistance bands. I think that they are a great way to, to start adding to bodyweight workouts. And they're a great way to just be able to do so many different things. Like you can do amazing things with resistance bands and they're very, very cheap. They're like 25 bucks. I literally was just talking with a client about this the other, other day. And, and she was like, I, I think I might get some resistance bands. And I sent her over the link to the ones that I use. It was 25 bucks. They have five different levels of resistance bands. So you can kind of, as you get better with the exercises and as they get easier, you can go up to the next poundage. And it just becomes, becomes awesome. It's great. Tip number five around workouts is schedule your workouts in each week. You know, I think that you can use the daily planning sessions for this. I won't go into this, but like if you schedule the workouts into your calendar, it's going to increase the consistency. And that's not to say that they can't move, right? We can always move the workouts if we need to, but schedule them in, hold yourself to it and, and just stick with it. And, and you will continue. If you do that, then you're going to, you're not going to miss it, right? Like it's going to come up on your, on your calendar. You're going to get the reminder. It's like, Hey, it's time to work out. All right, awesome. I'm going to do it. You know, it, it starts to become a habit if you do that and you don't miss workouts as much because it comes up on your calendar. So schedule them in at the start of the week or the day before, whenever you got to do it, look at your schedule, find a time that works, put it in there. And then lastly, the last two, two tips around workouts is um, first off, minimize rest periods. So if you want to get quicker work done, you want to get more out of your workouts in a quicker time, like, you know, have shorter rest periods, have like 30, 60 second rest periods. 
Um, you don't have to always do this. Like I think it's good to take more rest periods depending on what you're trying to do, what goal you're after as well. But if you're trying to get more done in a shorter period of time, doing that, utilizing things like supersets, which is like two exercises back to back, using things like giant sets, which is which is like four exercises back to back to back to back, like all of this stuff. It, those can be very, very good approaches to to get a little bit more done in a shorter period of time. And then lastly is if you're working out at the gym, have a plan of attack going in and have alternate exercises that you can do. And so I like to have at least one extra exercise that I know I can do for each of the exercises I'm doing in my day. So, so have a plan means like know the exercises you're going to do that day. Like don't just go away and then willy nilly, like pick exercises to do, like know what you're going to do, have a plan of attack. This is going to minimize the amount of time that you're walking around aimlessly, wasting time, whatever. And then also having alternative exercises is going to waste that time like when somebody's on the machine you're using or somebody's like on the bench that you want to use, like there's so many times when that'll happen, right? Like you have like, Oh shit, I was going to do this. If you don't, if you have an alternate exercise where you're like, okay, if this is taken, I'm going to do this, then it doesn't even phase you, right? Like it's like, okay, Oh, you know what? I'll just go do this dumbbell exercise. Like, and that's, that's what I like to do is like, I like to make my alternate exercise. If the, the initial one isn't like a dumbbell exercise. Cause then I know, you know, I'm going to be able to find a spot, right? Cause it's at least in my gym, there's a lot more dumbbell benches, but also at the same time, you can do like standing dumbbell exercises too. And all you got to do is find a little spot in the gym to do that. And so that's what I got for you today. Hopefully this has been helpful. I gave you tons and tons of tips on if you're busy and you're struggling to find the time for everything. So this is just like a, basically just all the tips I could think of today of to help all of you, you busy people out there be able to achieve fat loss in, in a way that you know, doesn't, doesn't feel like terrible. Cause I think that sometimes it can feel like you don't have time for anything. And, and I think understand that, that like in the end, the biggest thing you can do is just, just do what you can do, you know, not try to overexert yourself, not try to do way too much. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to try to push to what we think we should be doing. But in the end, what you should be doing is what you can do, what you can be consistent with. And so that's what I'll leave you with. And also, I appreciate it if you if you'd subscribe, if you'd like this, if you if you'd rate us on on iTunes or on Spotify, it really helps us get it, get this podcast out there. And and we appreciate everybody watching. And I hope you have a good rest of your week.